Lord, giver of lasting life, satisfy our hunger through Christ, the bread of life, and quench our thirst with your gift of belief that we may no longer work for food that perishes, but we may believe in the one whom you have sent. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. The word manna is translated, what is this? When the Israelites in the desert saw this gift that God rained down from heaven, they weren't really sure what it was. Perhaps when we share the Eucharist, we too should be asking, what is this, really? A reading from the book of Exodus. The whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The children of Israel said to them, if only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I'm going to rain bread from heaven for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way I will test them, whether they will follow my instructions or not. I have heard the complaining of the children of Israel and say to them, at twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening, quails came up and covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine, flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, it is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. The house of Israel called it manna. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage from the letter to the Christians in Ephesus, St. Paul is exhorting them and us to live our baptismal calling in a robust and truthful way. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, now this I affirm and insist on in the Lord. You must no longer live as the Gentiles live, in the futility of their minds. That is not the way you learned Christ. For surely you have heard about him and were taught in him as truth is in Jesus. You were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self, corrupt 
and deluded by its lusts, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to clothe yourselves with the new man, created according to the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And And with with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory Glory to you, Lord. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were at the place where Jesus had given the bread, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, When did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to Jesus, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe in you? What work are you performing Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we continue to listen to the Gospel of John, chapter 6, John's exposition of the bread of life, we continue to ask, what exactly is Jesus talking about when he calls himself the bread of life? What does that mean for us? In the past week, as I danced with or struggled with that gospel text, there were four different things that happened to me that I thought connected to that gospel passage. Do you want to know what they are? Do you want to know what the four are? (laughs) Those of you who don't have your head down, I think, no, you don't. Okay, you're going to anyway. The first thing... uh, in the magazine Sojourners, which is, it opens up the social gospel of the church. This edition gives honor to 
Sister Corita Kent, Corita Kent. How many of you know Corita Kent? Do you remember? Okay, wait, way to go, Howard. Corita Kent was a sister of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and she was an artist. And her artwork was inspired by the social gospel, by the social movements of the 60s, and her artwork inspired some of the social gospel of the 60s. You might look her up. I mean, how many artists do you know really do any good? <laughs> now, don't all look at Joni Eister. In, in the latest edition of Sojourners, this article about Corita Kent, they have a number of her pictures, the things that she, the art that she did, and one of them in particular really got to me. It's a, it's a print, and it has in red, on a red background, the letters that say, God is not dead. God is bread. God is not dead. God is bread. And the other half of that panel, it's a blue background with white letters, says, people say that the poor have it hard. We are the hardest thing they have. Hmm. God is not dead, God is bread. People say that poor people have it hard. The hardest thing they have is us. When we talk about God as bread, we talk about bread that is broken and shared. That's the God we know, a God who is willing to be broken for us and shared among us a God who calls us to share ourselves with one another. God is not dead. God is bread. God is bread. The second thing that happened this week that kind of spoke to me of that gospel text uh, my dog Ziva and I went to Johnstown to visit my sister Janet last Sunday. And on the way to Johnstown and on the way back, Ziva and I listened to a CD I have. It's the, the music from Detroit, the Motown music. A, a lot of different performers. One of my favorites is uh, the, the song, My Girl. You're familiar with it? Um. <laughs> now, I sing that to Ziva just about every morning. And when I do, Ziva looks at me like a, like a human teenager with this look. She rolls her eyes and says, oh, Dad, whatever. But the other song that I listened to again and again on this CD was that wonderful, wonderful song, 
by Marvin Gaye. I heard it through the grapevine. With that background, the melody talks about this poor guy who finds out from other people that his girlfriend is breaking up with him. And he is brokenhearted hearing this from other people. One of the lines in the song says, you know, people say, believe half of what you see and some and none of what you hear. I heard that line and I thought about that gospel text. You heard Jesus chiding the crowd for not believing what they saw. He fed 5,000 people according to John's gospel. And yet they refused to believe that he was sent by God to feed his people. What about us? What do we believe? when God feeds us with the word, with the Eucharist? What do we believe? Do we believe it all? Or some and none of it? Now the third thing, you, you got to think fast here. Ray, you got to be thinking fast with me here. Uh, the third thing, Father Demetrius Dumb, the late Father Demetrius Dumb, was a Benedictine monk from the St. Vincent Abbey in La Trobe. He was a scripture scholar. He taught at St. Vincent Seminary, and the guys who had him as a teacher said he was amazing, just amazing. In his book, A Commentary on the Gospel of St. John, a book entitled A Mystical Portrait of Jesus, he says, and he's very, very clear about this, that in that gospel text, when Jesus first says, I am the bread of life, Jesus is talking about his word. The word of truth becomes the wisdom of God which feeds us. And what's the word of truth? You want to be fully alive. You have to be willing to die to yourself and give yourself to other people. That's the bread of life that Jesus gives us. If you want to be fully alive, you have to be willing to die to yourself in service of other people. We don't hear that very much, do we? the media, advertisements, the things we read and we see and we hear continually tell us to get what we want, to go after what it is that we want, the heck with everybody else. Watch, watch a half hour of television. That's all you'll see. That's all you hear. This is what you want. Get this and you'll be happy. We need to hear the truth of Jesus, the bread of life. A Jesus who says, if you want to be happy, if you want to be fully alive, 
die to yourself and give yourself in service to others. For those of you who are still awake and paying attention, that was number three. Number four. (laughs) This has been circulating in the various media. It's a story about a, a young girl out of Fitchburg, Massachusetts, and her name is Verda Tete. And Ver- how many of you heard this story? Okay, some of you have been hiding under a rock like I do. Okay. Uh, this young woman was the valedictorian of her high school class in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. After she gave the valedictory speech, the president of the local school board called her forward and told her that she was the winner of the annual award given for excellence, general excellence. Along with that award, there was a $10,000 scholarship available every year as long as she would be going to school. She was already accepted at Harvard in the biochemistry department. And she accepted the award and and she sat down and she thought about it. She said, "This, this is amazing. What a wonderful blessing. But there are kids in my class who need this money much more than I do. She remembered that when her family came here from Ghana, her mother, Rosemary, worked really, really hard raising four kids, taking jobs where she was caring for people, and going to community college. Her mother, Rosemary, worked so hard. And as Vedra, she thought about this she realized she needed to share what she'd been given. So in the middle of the graduation ceremony, she stood up, she apologized for the interruption, and she asked the school administrators if they would, instead of giving her the scholarship with the money, that they would give it to somebody in her class who was going to attend community college. Imagine that. She gave up 10000 possibly $40,000. And what she said when she was interviewed later was, I know that I have been so blessed. And I know that when you're blessed, you have to become a blessing to others. I am the bread of life. The bread of life is that truth that you and I, in communion with God, in communion with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we have to become bread broken and given in service to others. I heard that through the grapevine. 
and you're the grapevine gathered in faith that we can hear and be fed with the bread of life. Ooh, I bet you wonder how I knew about your plan to make me blue with some other guy that you knew before. Between the two of us guys, you know, they're not singing, but I might forget about it. I bet you at OLV they would sing. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.